Time to check out what's on Rick's reading list. And I'd had this book for a little while, but just never got around to reading it. The uh, book was written by Colorado Congressman Ken Buck. And the book is called Crushed, Big Tech's War on Free Speech. And just to give you a little bit of information as far as, you know, from the jacket, what the book is about, and then I'll get into a little bit more about it. When the Founding Fathers drafted our Constitution, they had no idea there would be big tech nor any concept of the immense power these companies would wield over our people. But the Founders did provide mechanisms, a systems of checks and balance, for people to stop dangerous monopolies like Google, Facebook, Apple, and Amazon from suffocating our business and political life. Few know more about these mechanisms than Representative Ken Buck, who has been a leader in Congress fighting against unchecked power of big tech. In Crushed, Big Tech's War on Free Speech, he exposes the bullying and predatory behavior from the big tech giants who have used their technologies and their unbelievable market shares to stifle commerce and censor free speech, spelling out the inside details of how these companies restrict free markets, stop competition, increase prices, and ultimately hurt consumers. Even worse, big tech companies like Google, Twitter, and Facebook are actively censoring conservative news and views as they openly manipulate information provided to voters. Buck shows how these tech giants are true monopolies and their consecrated excuse me, concentrated power poses a serious danger for our democracy. And then he actually, uh, part of the book compares basically the robber barons of the Gilded Age in terms of what their threat was. And Buck then takes a closer look and says, this really is kind of like some of the things that we have seen throughout history. So before we get into a political debate about this, the thing that I think is so interesting about the book, and I I knew that he was a Republican uh, congressman from Colorado, and I I knew where he was going to be coming from when I picked this up. But his point is that this is something that, frankly, everyone should be concerned about, not just one political party or the other, not just someone who leans this direction or the other, but that all of us need to be more concerned about what is and is not allowed in what originally was called the marketplace of ideas. It starts out with a fascinating comment from the 1800s by a gentleman by the name of John Stuart Mill. And it says, if all mankind minus one were of one opinion, Mankind would be no more justified in silencing that one person than he, if he had the power, would be justified in silencing mankind. So the point is that all have a right to be heard and that, frankly, all also have a right to be defended in terms of their ability to get and share information and ultimately make their own decisions out there. What I love about it is that he goes through a tremendous amount of history here 
where he is talking about uh, Thomas Jefferson and James Madison as they were putting together in 1787 the Constitution and how Jefferson thought that it needed a Bill of Rights that was basically going to give certain unalienable rights, if you will, or privileges, rights, liberties, privileges, immunities, and advantages to the colonies and talking about things like monopolies being one of those things. Privileges under English law, that term privileges, I learned, included the right to be free of monopolies. So while the Constitution may not address monopolies by that name, privileges was understood to have done that in the Articles of Confederation dealing with those things. It went through the times of the printing press, that if you had a printing press and could get your information out that way, that people would read it, that they would read dissenting arguments from different papers or pamphlets, for instance, and then make up their minds there. If Thomas Paine's Common Sense for instance, were released today, he said, and the thought police basically sounded the alarm and pronounced it dangerous. Perhaps Facebook would have fact-checked it, Google would have deranked it, Amazon would have delisted it, and he says, and then you wouldn't have had a chance to read it because so few people actually pick up a newspaper, they're not around anymore, or a book, it takes too long to get to press, everybody does things online, so if big tech controls those channels, his argument is they control what you ultimately see, and the argument then becomes... He controls what you ultimately can think and perhaps even do. Also went back to election of seven, I'm sorry, excuse me, of 1876, which was the race between Tilden of New York and Rutherford B. Hayes of Ohio. And it talked about the role that not only the Telegraph played and Western Union, but the Associated Press in that the messages being spread at that time were done through telegraph. And the Associated Press would have been basically the newspapers passing along election results. So when the early results started to come back in in the 1876 presidential election, they basically then Western Union, because they were hoping that Republicans would control things because Republicans had helped to put more telegraph wires along the railroads. So Western Union, who had benefited from those Republican-backed expansion plans and put the transmission wires along the railroad lines, Western Union was backing Hayes. So they could put out messages. They could tell their operators, hey, encourage people in faraway places like Florida, Louisiana, South Carolina. Make sure they get out and vote for Republicans because as it stands right now, the Democrat looks like he's going to win. So this is not anything new. And the thing that is interesting about this book, as it goes from comments there, like I told you, from John Stuart Mill to comments from George Orwell's 1984 and what Apple has done in terms of gathering information about you and what Google has done in terms of its search engine and what Amazon has done in terms of its online shopping. The thing that I really hope that if people pick this up and they look at it is that they don't simply say, 
oh, that is a Republican book or that is a Democratic notion. I hope they look at it and listen to it and say these are things that are challenges to Americans and to American freedoms the ability for us to have free speech, to be able to put out information, even though it may be contrary to what somebody else thinks, we need to have places where those freedoms are ensured. And if it means that big tech companies like Google, Facebook, Amazon, and Apple, the four that he looks at in this book, Crushed, if that is the case and they are throttling or limiting or not necessarily censoring because they're not getting rid of it, but what they may do is they may make it much more difficult for it to be seen. Why is the ACLU not more upset about these things? Why is it that some on the left may not be more upset about these things? Why is it that just one party is upset? To me, that's the most disconcerting thing that I took away from reading Congressman Ken Buck's book called Crushed, which is the entry on Rick's reading list for this, the seventh day of August.